It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with bears and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. Welcome on into Locked On Auburn. We have a wild, wild show today. Zach Blackerby, Michael Pappas. Pappas, yesterday we talked about this Mississippi State game. We've been talking about it for over a week. And uh, it was taken away from us yesterday. I don't really know what to do with myself, Zach, to be honest with you. I mean, we're just going to, it's like like back-to-back bye weeks? What What's that about? Yeah, it's kind of a bummer for Auburn, in my opinion. And we'll talk about the pros and cons of it um, in just a moment. So uh, he, here's the official release that Auburn put out yesterday. This reads, um, the Auburn and Mississippi State football game of November 14th has been postponed due to positive tests and subsequent quarantining of individuals within the Mississippi State football program consistent with Southeastern Conference COVID-19 management requirements. This game has been tentatively rescheduled for December 12th. The SEC's COVID-19 management requirements, as developed by the SEC's Return to Activity and Medical Guidance Task Force, which I hate that all these are words in 2020, are available on secsports.com. And just kind of looking at things on message boards and and listening to uh, The Drive with Bill Cameron yesterday on ESPN 106.7, I mean, it sounds like with the combination of all of the opt-outs that Mississippi State has had, that all of the injuries that Mississippi State has had, and all the people that have left the program, when you look at COVID being on top of that, there's just a lot of reasons that Mississippi State's down a lot of players, and it sounds like it is below the scholarship player limit that they decided going into the season. So this is from 247 Sports. Um, Nathan King of Auburn Undercover, he wrote an article. According to 247 Sports Mississippi State outlet, following Sunday testing the Bulldogs are one short of the SEC scholarship player threshold outlined in the league's COVID-19 cancellation policies. Um, and he's quoting the Mississippi State outlet, based on positive tests and those considered as close contacts along with non-COVID-19 injuries, we do not have the minimum number of scholarship student-athletes available for Saturday's game against Auburn. And that is uh, what uh, John Cohen, MSU Athletic Director, said. So, um, (laughs) I just never seen this before, you know? Yeah, absolutely, Zach, and it's wild. And to be honest with you, uh, you, you so you texted me uh, yesterday afternoon and you texted me and said, you know, did you see the game got canceled? And I was like, what are you talking about? You told me the date, you know, it's been rescheduled for December 12th. And uh, originally I thought that that was uh, when the SEC championship was going to be. And I thought they were just kind of like, eh, these teams aren't going to make it. We'll just put it on that game, on that day. And uh, turns out that's that not event. the case. Right. Honestly, I would have been like, what a move by uh, by the SEC. Okay, Sankey, I see you. Yeah, just like, <laughs> screw you guys. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so I think now I the thought, question is, what does this mean for the season moving forward? Two bye weeks in a row, I don't think it's a good thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Auburn had, Auburn had all this momentum, 
and then, you know, having to just stop for two weeks um, before welcoming Tennessee to town. I guess, Zach, the question I have for you is, like, how does this make you feel about that Tennessee game? Because we talked yesterday about how you were finally, after, you know, however many weeks since the schedule came out, mm-hmm. finally feeling slightly better about this Tennessee game. And and then this news hits, and you don't get what looked like, you know, I don't want to say a tune-up game, but Mississippi State has, has not been good lately. And now you're just going to head – by week, by week, Tennessee. I feel okay that- about. It. I mean, this Tennessee team had an off week and then lost to Arkansas. So, like this isn't this isn't a great Tennessee team by any means. I mean, I still am predicting Auburn to win this game. What do you um, mean still? What's still that? since when you were predicting Auburn to lose this game for like ten weeks? I know it. I know it. I just think Tennessee's worse than I thought. And I think I think Auburn's about where I predicted them to be, but I thought Tennessee would be better. And it's just like when you look at teams, like what do they do well? And I think Auburn actually does a few things well. I don't think Tennessee does really anything well. Um, <laughs> it, 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 as far as though, I mean, as far as the, there, I mean, there is upside to this, right? Like, there is upside to Auburn not having to play again on Saturday from an injury standpoint, right? But oh yeah, I mean, there should yeah, there should be no one that's injured. And I mean, I guess on the bright side, you now have I don't even twelve days or so. I mean, not twelve. Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, more than twelve to get ready for Tennessee, right? I mean, you're you're just throwing out Mississippi State. You're changing gears tomorrow or today, I guess, to Tennessee. Um, that's kind of crazy to think about. It that, is like you had this extra week to prepare for Mississippi. But here's the thing: I don't know how good how good this is for Auburn because you know what I said at the beginning of the year is like if, you, if Auburn loses to Alabama. I think there's no chance they beat Texas A&M. I mean, I Texas A&M is already a pretty good team, but like if, if Auburn loses to Alabama, the season's over. And, and even if Auburn was undefeated going into the Alabama game, to lose that game and then have to try to get back up emotionally for another game, I just think is such a tall task uh, for for you know any team, but especially for for Auburn when that A&M or that. Alabama game is such an important game for you. And now it, it's, you know, how long does that carry over if Auburn loses to Alabama, especially if it's a blowout? Like, is it demoralizing enough that, I mean, they just check out and A&M is another loss and then they just check out even more? So I've had some people that think that this, I, I keep saying that some people love it, some people think it's stupid, and that's fine. But I said this going into the LSU game. When Auburn's at home, and when you are facing desperate Gus Malzahn, I mean, it's just a different team. It's a totally different team. And let's say they beat Tennessee, and then they lose to Alabama. I think all of a sudden then, especially if it's like a blowout, like you say, I don't think that game's going to be close. So I I don't know if it's a blowout, but if it's if it's Auburn plus 14 in Vegas, I don't know if I'm taking Auburn. I mean, I, I think it's going to be, you know, a situation where Alabama scores on pretty much every time they foot, touch the football. So, um, if it's an ugly loss in the Iron Bowl, I think all of a sudden, 
Gus Malzahn looks outside of his office and he sees all the, the you know, the, the, the mob, the angry mob with the pitchforks and the torches. And when that guy feels like there's a slight chance he can lose his job, he turns it on and he finds a way to get his team motivated. And he's done a good job. I mean, you can say what you want about his recruiting. And we have a recruiting story that we want to get to if we have time to get to it today. But he gets these guys that I don't think he has any issue firing these guys up when he wants to. When he really chooses, it's like, okay, you know, my tail's on the line. I need a lot of fire under these guys. He really doesn't have a hard time doing that. And I think when it's all said and done against Texas A&M, he's going to be able to do that. And I think he's also going to be able to do that um, the following week against Mississippi State. Because it's not like it's just one more game. There's, there's now two more games, which is extremely interesting. We'll talk about more angles of this in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Frisky Whiskey. We love their wide selection of wine and liquor and beer. I mean, everything. Michael, you've been there. I've been there. It's where we buy a lot of our stuff. Um, we kind of make that 15 to 20 minute trek over uh, to Frisky Whiskey just uh, outside of the Alabama state line as we get into Georgia. And it's awesome. I mean, 10,000 square feet of just all kinds of selection. It's very cheap, significantly cheaper once you cross that state line. And uh, I think it's worth it. I think it's worth every penny with the selection and the price and the service that you get. So highly encourage you to type in Frisky Whiskey into your phone's GPS uh, to check out what it is all about. Yeah, just search Frisky Whiskey. Also, these days, everything is go, go, go. And we need some time to chill. We need some time to chill. And uh, the best beer that is made to chill is, if you listen to the show a lot, you know, it's Coors Light. I mean, watching football is supposed to be therapeutic to fans, and Auburn fans are going to be dying to watch uh, their team play, but they've had to wait, you know, two weeks, maybe more. We'll see. But um, as you are watching college football on Saturdays, I encourage you to reach for the beer that's made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. All right, Pappas, what is the, um, I guess what's the worst case scenario for this football team not playing in two weeks straight? I mean, the worst case scenario is since they haven't been on the field in two weeks, they come out flat against Tennessee and I, I guess lose that game. I mean, look like they did the last time Tennessee came to town. Uh, and, you know, somehow Jared Garantano or whatever, however the heck you pronounce his last name, plays like he did the last time he was in Auburn in 1946 and just tosses <laughs> dimes all over the field. Yeah. And then, um, and, and then, you know, you go to Alabama and, and what, I think most people think have well is going to happen in Tuscaloosa happens in Tuscaloosa and then your team really checks out for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah. having this Mississippi State game where it is especially coming off that LSU win, you know, it it gives you a lot of momentum to go into Starkville, presumably win and maybe even curb stomp them and then come back against Tennessee, you know, you're looking at three four straight wins going into Alabama, feeling good about yourself potentially. And now instead 
you're looking at building momentum, having to kind of sit on your hands for two weeks, not to say that they're not practicing and everything because they are, but it's a little different. I think it's a little different when you're not prepping for a game and and now they're going to have not prepped for a game for two weeks. I mean, this is going to be three weeks since Auburn played a football game. We're going to get to November 20th and Auburn will have not played a football game in the month of November. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's bad. I feel like it's a bad thing. Is it the end of the world? No. Are they kind of lucky that it's against Tennessee at home? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, Are you concerned at all about the big picture of college football here? I mean, you're hearing about issues with with LSU um, having COVID situations and, and all that. Are you concerned at all about the big picture for the conference? as far as just playing football and finishing the year, I'm not uh, concerned the, about it. Yeah. For the SEC, I, I, I'm not. Oh, my air conditioning just turned on. Um, the, for the SEC, I'm not, but like in the PAC 12 where, you know, the, the city of Berkeley held Cal out of a football game and then um, stuff going on in the big 10 where like uh, Wisconsin had to cancel a game because they don't, they didn't have a quarterback on the roster. Because, right. like, their whole quarterback room, because they've got, like, a three-week term limit. And I'm, I'm, I am kind of like, you know, how long does this – I hate to be like, how long does this last? Because if Justin Fields tests positive or contact, contact tracing, whatever, gets Justin Fields, like, is he going to not play? You, and I also don't really understand with, like, the LSU situation right now. When Nick Saban tested positive, he was on the sideline three days later. Well, he produced um, he produced three negative tests, right? That's the SEC's rules. If you can produce three negative tests, it doesn't matter if it's right after you you test positive or if it's over the span of a week or so. As soon as you produce three negative tests, you're able to be back. So, yeah. So I guess for Mississippi State, I'm like, why are we canceling the game on Monday? Which I know, I mean, for Auburn, it's better to know now, obviously, than to find out on Friday. But like, how do they know that? the guys who have tested positive are not going to like produce three negative tests by Friday. Yeah. I also, I said this when like the Marlins had to postpone a lot of their series early in the major league baseball season. I think the Cardinals had to do it too. And then I said this when the Titans in the NFL, Mm -hmm. they had some COVID issues, but I don't understand why the teams that are causing other teams to kind of bend their schedule around, I don't understand why they don't have to forfeit. That's a weird concept to me. Like, it's not Auburn's fault that Mississippi State can't form a football team. Yeah, but at the same time, like, you don't – well, this isn't really an issue for Auburn, um, but they put a limit on, like, the number of games you have to play to be eligible for the postseason Mm -hmm. or at least the playoff. I guess every team is bowl eligible this year, but for for the playoff – so, like, for a team like Wisconsin, although they're the ones who had the issues, but let's say um, – okay, so let's say in this, if Auburn was still alive for the playoff and and this game got canceled and it dropped them to eight games or seven games on the season or something, that would – I mean, that's, that's not really fair to Auburn then that they're going to, you know, penalize that much because a different team had COVID. So it, it does kind of go both ways. And, well, just give them the win. Self- Count the game and give them a win. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could do that also. 
I don't know. I've looked at this true. COVID situation a lot different than other people, and you could say what you want about it being political or whatever. I just think it's odd that if you can't form a team, you don't have to forfeit. I mean, when has that ever been the case? I mean, yeah. dating back to Little League, it's like if you don't have enough people and you can't play and the other team mm-hmm. can play, and I get that you know they, they made that extra week at the end of the season – for this purpose. And so, you know, maybe that's enough. But I, I just thought that that's been interesting. I mean, we've seen it at pretty much every level, right? Except in high school, like, I mean, w- you know, we uh, we program or you you program and we kind of produce the, um, the Auburn High School broadcast at our local radio station here. And there was a few situations where they didn't play because the other team couldn't field the team because of COVID. And in the AHS, AHSAA, they've just given wins. And so, like, Auburn High was 9-1, but they really only won, I think, I think their actual, like, games played record was 7-1. Now, do you base it off of what the Alabama High School Athletic Association is doing? No, you don't. But I do kind of think it, like, I, I would like to know if that was ever discussed. It's like, do you just mm-hmm. forfeit um, instead of postpone? Um, but, I mean, I, I'd rather see the game be played in the, you know, mid-December. I think that's great. But um, I just wanted to bring up that point. I think it needs to be brought yeah. up well also i think a bigger issue would be like for the sec what or, or the acc what if alabama or clemson were the ones who couldn't field teams for a week or two like they're not gonna come out and let i mean they're not gonna put a system in place that could potentially keep keep a team out of the playoff because they had a bad week of covid tests yeah maybe you're right maybe you're right but again, and, you know how would the college football playoff committee even score that you know how do you rank mm-hmm. that i don't know i'm not sure I, I do agree with you i would much rather than play the game yeah um, I, I would too i would too i just wanted to bring up you know a different point that you may not hear everywhere built yeah. go makes you the best you at whatever you do you can break through your wall whether it's mental or physical break through it every day with built go easy to take in one and a half ounce packages um very compact you can put it in your pocket in your briefcase your purse your golf bag Whatever you need. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's a five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. And you uh, you feel fresh. You feel ready to go. I had Built Go for breakfast yesterday, <laughs> actually. And uh, it provided me with a lot of energy. I was kind of dragging on a Monday morning. And it helped me as I had to wake up and record this podcast and then also do a three-hour radio show. It was awesome. It was great. And I highly recommend it. Go to builtgo.com, use promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 30% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, for 30% off at builtgo.com. Let's go. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Pappas, I was asked about this when I went on radio yesterday in Mobile, and I've seen a few things. What's up? I said sweet brag. Thanks, bro. Um, and I've seen a few things about this on the message boards. And I think, um, you know, assuming Bama LSU doesn't happen, 
Why don't we just play the Iron Bowl on Saturday? Um, I don't want that. No, you want the iron? You want them to pull the Iron Bowl up two weeks? I'd like to have the guarantee that it happens. Yeah, um, uh, that's really the only argument I can make for doing that. Is do you get the guarantee <laughs> that it happens? I'm going to be honest. I'd like Auburn to have more than three or four days to prepare. Although Alabama only having three or four days to prepare could help Auburn out. Both had a bye week last week. I mean, I don't know. I think it'd be yeah. even, you know, as far as situations. But um, I don't know. You're, you're seeing it. that conversation happening. Um, I don't think anything happens. I don't think it will happen, but it's kind of fun. Maybe they should just, maybe they should just play it twice. Have this one be like a scrimmage. I would love that. That would be awesome. Um, just to take us down a little rabbit hole here, did you notice okay. that every SEC team had a bye in the same three weeks? Yes. Huh. I think I they did that for scheduling purposes. I, I, I did not notice that. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, hey, some, uh, some other news um, as far as the Auburn matchup versus Tennessee. That will be 6 o'clock next Saturday on the SEC Network. They announced that. Typically, I would love this with it being at home. Does that even matter for COVID situations with limited fans? I don't know. I still feel like uh, players would enjoy playing at night in their home stadium. Do you think the fact that Auburn lost against Tennessee last time in super embarrassing fashion, that helps them for next week, right? Um. Yeah, because there are players on this team that were on that 2017 team, right? I mean, besides Eli Stowe. <laughs> You're bad, man. Well, dude, did did you... <laughs> His mom tweeted at us? Yes, I saw that. I loved that. Um, the um... Well, they tweeted at a listener, and then it's just like, no, yeah. we love Eli. Stop it. <laughs> love that. <laughs> Um, no, after the LSU game, Bo was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure Eli's the only one on the team who's beaten Alabama or who's beaten LSU. And I was like, that is amazing. I totally missed that. That's awesome. Was he saying that as a joke? Uh, No, it was like his post game interview on the radio. Oh, I totally missed that. That is so funny. Yeah. He was like, Eli is the only one who on the team who's beaten LSU. And I was like, yeah, I mean, he's done it all 54 times. Number or whatever the number is. Um, hey, last bit of was, news. Let's pivot to basketball real quick. Auburn basketball unranked in the preseason AP top 25 poll that came out yesterday. Auburn received eight votes. Uh, so that would rank them at 35th. Um... Yeah, so, I mean, they lost a ton of stuff. But they get to play number one Gonzaga and number two Baylor in the non-conferences here. Uh, in the same weekend, right? Uh, I know they're pretty close together. Would you say that they, I, I was talking about this with somebody at work today. Would you say that they get to play number one and number two or that they have to play number one and number two? Well, for any other team in the country, I'd say they have to. But this Auburn team gets to. Because they get to show how good they are. I love it. Where can people find you, buddy? Follow me on Twitter, at CouchPapTato. You can follow me on Twitter, at ZBlackerby. Follow the show on Twitter, at LockedOnAuburn. And on Instagram, at Auburn Podcast. We will be back tomorrow, right here on LockedOnAuburn.
NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.